the world they inhabit. Dave? Yeah, Ma? What are you doing? I'm taking over a TV network. I'll finish up, honey, and get to sleep. They're hackers. Hackers penetrate and ravage private and publicly owned computer systems. Hack the planet! Hack the planet! It's not just something they do. Sure this sweet machine's not going to waste? Are you challenging me? <laughs> It's who they are. I win, you wear a dress on our date. And if I win, so do you. They can crack any code. And get inside any system. Hello, Mr. Gill, according to our records, you're dead. I'm what? But this time... Come here, look at this. It's some kind of virus. Unless $5 million is transferred to the following account, I will capsize five oil tankers. They just hacked the wrong guy. Game's over. Whoever wrote this needs somebody to take the fall. He's about to commit the perfect computer crime. You've created a virus that's gonna cause a worldwide disaster? And they're about to take the blame. A hacker planted the virus. <laughs> but it's the perfect cover. Don't move! Can we be allies? I don't play well with others. Oh, wow, we are fried. Okay, let's nail it. No. You're not good enough to beat me. Yeah, maybe I'm not. But we are. They're the only ones who can prevent a catastrophe. I know how to stop this guy. They'll trace you like that. Are you nuts? Come at me! Unlike any the world has ever seen. Never send a boy to do a woman's job. Hackers of the world unite. Cops on the building. I need more time. This is the end, my friend. United Artists welcomes you to the new world. the planets <laughs> hack the planet hey dad how's it going good how are you katie <laughs> i'm good i'm good i i did it i watched hackers i had to start last night and finish very quickly right before we started the podcast so i'm fresh in my mind i'm ready to talk about this one <laughs> i have my fun facts already this one's great because right before we jumped on Nat was saying that um she took all of the notes as she always does while we watch these movies, and she was like, "I, I am the fun facts for this movie, so I, I'm ready for." I literally really... remember all the fun facts for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it 
in my notes, I'm like, you know, the hacks, the viruses that they dropped are real viruses. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact. And, and Dan is already, Dan in our live studio audience is already talking about one of one of our many fun facts that we, we rolled during the countdown as we were prepping that this movie is Angelina Jolie's first movie. And I think Johnny Lee Miller's mm-hmm. as well. Um, he was in Train Spotting as well, but I can't remember whether that first American movie. First American I don't know movie? when did Train Spotting come out. Uh, around the up. same time. Around the same time, but anyway, they the two of them like Im- almost immediately got married after this movie in like traditional old school uh, Angelina Jolie way, where she apparently oh. wore like leather pants and using a vial of like blood wrote his name on her back. You know, just normal stuff, normal normal wedding <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could see in this movie, there's one point where, long story short, he says he's going to help them hack the Gibson and save her, save everybody and save the world. And you could see her legitimately fall in love with him. Like, the <laughs> expression on her face, I'm like, falling in love, I'm yeah. like, I'm pretty sure, like, they just happened to catch on camera her mm. actually falling in love with Johnny. Yeah, Taylor. hey, yeah, you know. <laughs> looked like it they they officially they officially stayed married for three years although supposedly they were like actually all done being married like a year after but just stayed together and they're apparently still really good friends so apparently yeah yeah hey which i love that i I mean they got married what she was 19 she was 19 he was 21 yeah um yeah and if you if you really want to dive in if you're an angelina jolie fan or just like it loved looking at her like the rest of us, like the rest of us because she was gorgeous she still is gorgeous but she was certainly gorgeous back in this point she apparently did this like really like hilariously moderately racy photo shoot that like right came out right before she auditioned for this movie and so a lot of the like you know hilarious articles were like well she like seduced her way into this role and i was like yeah she did good for her like she de- she deserves every moment <laughs> every moment of all because of it. a girl is good looking mm. she took Somebody's some pretty scandalous shots <laughs> with her pretty fantastic she she definitely hit the ground running in true angelina style so it was pretty fantastic yes. Yes. well welcome if you have not yet seen <laughs> hackers you need to watch hackers <laughs> Uh, this is like the movie that made me be like, ah, oh, you know, this culture is cool. This it's like it's like s- spies, but with computers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it definitely propelled us into like, mom, dad, could we get a home computer, please? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely need, definitely wanted a home yeah. computer. It's still like this movie and, you know, we were talking before we started, but movies like this, The Net, which came out around the same time. Same year. Yeah, same (laughs) year. There were were a bunch of these movies that like completely in many ways inaccurately showed like what computers were like at the Mm -hmm. time, but but definitely made this whole computer culture, hacking culture, like just insanely cool and felt like powerful to it was it is but like felt powerful and cool to to teenagers and preteens coming of age in the way that i'm sure that probably you know vr and some of the cool technologies are coming out now are like you know really cool and badass for kids coming through but it was yeah it was definitely yeah i mean it really showed us especially since this movie so it's a bunch of high school kids Mm -hmm. um that are into computers Mm -hmm. 
and they you know they do sort of smaller things i guess you could say like take over a tv network to watch whatever tv show they want at mm -hmm. two in the morning not you know during prime time or anything <laughs> or you know they mess with their um class schedules to get into each other's classes or with the sprinkler system which is one of my favorite scenes in the movie mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it's like smaller stuff but then they stumble across um a big hack in like a big supercomputer which in the movie they call gibson which is mm -hmm. cute because it's a shout out to the author of um a very geeky sci-fi book necromancers so um gibson's not a real computer it's actually they're they're referencing just a, a regular supercomputer which is extremely impressive still <laughs> so, yeah. and so one of them stumbles across a what they think is a garbage file they think it's a junk or like your trash file yeah and he's just copying files out of it so he proved to his friends like hey i was in a gibson and oh, look i just yeah. took the trash <laughs> it happens to be he happened to download a virus that was hiding there and uh, we find out that the head of security of this company um, who run oil tankers, so their head of security and their head of, was it marketing and public relations, um, decide they're going to steal money from the company with this virus, which mm -hmm. is called a worm, which is actually a real computer virus. So what it does is say off of every transaction takes a penny off. So then every penny adds up to it was i think 25 million dollars by time the worm was done uh going million, through this 1990 dollars <laughs> yes <laughs> a lot of money now yeah i mean it's still a lot of money now let's be honest <laughs> but it's true it's true i would gladly take 25 million dollars but I would not from good people <laughs> like no only bad I people steal it. yeah Katie would, she's like, I'm going to Robin Hood the money. Yeah, I would Robin Hood the money. <laughs> I'm like, I would get it in an altruistic way. <laughs> so they stumble across this virus, which of course the kid only downloaded a partial copy of the program, the code that is this virus. Yeah, because he like got and he, out, or, or he got, he wasn't that he his got mom his, turns mom, his, computer his mom off. interrupted him, yeah. Joey, you need to go to bed. His she mom is everything. Up. Yeah, his mom is so <laughs> cute. It's ridiculous. So he he gets arrested and basically his friends have to help him figure out what's happening. So then one by one, they're getting arrested and this sort of bumbling FBI guy who doesn't really know what he's doing, but he knows he needs to stop these people. Like he mm. knows that computer hackers are bad because they can potentially steal things or do bad things that he knows nothing about, which is actually historically accurate for the time. I'm like, I think also 1995 was the year they arrested Kevin Mitnick, um, who is like one of the most famous computer hackers. You should look him up. He has a very cool story. Also wrote a good book, was in jail for many, many years um, for not actually stealing anything. Technically, he did steal something, but he gave it back. Like yeah. he didn't, you know, he didn't do anything bad. He did it to prove that we need cybersecurity. Yeah, see, I, I feel like, and that that's probably one of the like main reasons why, I guess not main reasons why I like this movie, but one of the many things that I think makes this movie really fun and relatable and such a cult classic for so many people is that it has this very like Robin Hood vibe to it, right? Like, yeah. I, like it, the the hackers, the teenagers who are normally the you know the people in real life and in movies that are sort of 
you know, ignored or they're, you know, they're doing overlooked. irresponsible things or they're yeah. overlooked are actually the ones that are highly capable and like they're they're not doing bad things per se like to some level yes but they're they're pushing they're pushing they're pushing boundaries right they're there to to test and to play and to kind of prove themselves and to fit in in the world but they have this whole counterculture where they're they're just trying to figure themselves out and when it becomes this this world where it's you know they're being accused of something they yeah they unite right? and they come together to yeah. save to save the day but it is it does kind of pin them against like it's like this corporate corporate greed and the man kind of vibe versus this group of misfits so like really similar yeah. to the same feel of empire records which also came out in the same year as those yeah. 95 good year good year good for year. movies good year for so movies at the beginning of the movie, the the titular character, um, the main character, uh, Dade Murphy, mm -hmm. it shows him being arrested as a 10-year-old boy. Mm -hmm. He's being arrested um, for computer hacking. He basically hacked Wall Street and brought down thousands of computers all at the same time. And I mean, that, that would have been a really big deal. And we have incidentally seen things like this much after this movie happen in real life. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, because he was 10 at the time, he is under house arrest. He's banned from using even a, a dial tone phone. He's like, no computers, no electronics, no dial tone phones until yeah. his 18th birthday. So in, at the beginning of the movie, then we see it's his 18th birthday. He's immediately actually hacking into a TV network to put on the outer limits. And he comes across another hacker and they just moved to New York City. So he doesn't really know anybody. He doesn't know the underground. He's also been out of the game for a long time. He doesn't realize he's treading on somebody else's turf. So um, they sort of battle over what program is going to play mm -hmm. on the TV network. And he's about to type his handle. So computer hackers have handles. So they don't obviously use their real names because they're not mm -hmm. stupid. <laughs> And and they usually don't do big bad things from their home computer, which we see um, plays a role in the movie. And he comes up with a new handle, but nobody knows him, so they think he's just a bit of a joke. Yeah. Um, then when he gets to school, his first day of high school, he he ends up bumping into. It's kind of almost like the like laws of attraction. They kind of all find each other fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. These other hackers and. Um, and they become friends. So I was yeah. I was wondering, and I'm curious to get your thoughts, and anyone in the in our live studio audience can chime in as well. I was posing all these questions to Dane last night. So Dane, you're not allowed to chime in, but everyone everyone else can chime <laughs> in. No, it's, no, just kidding. You can answer if you want to. But I like I just couldn't wrap my head around the idea of being I was trying to like think it through, okay? So like you're ten or eleven years old. You like yeah. were you knew absolutely everything about computers and phones and it's the at 80s. that at that <laughs> time, right? But then, but then you are not allowed to exist in that world at all, right? For seven yeah. or eight years, like eight. so, that's a pretty like large period of time at a really fundamental time of your life and at a really like yeah. fundamental time of tech like movements and changes in technology. Like mm. I just couldn't quite wrap my head around like how easy or hard it would have been for him to just jump back into it like he could have certainly spent all that time reading reading manuals and reading books and I guess yeah. like watching tv or whatever else but it was just I was like I wonder how hard I know this is a movie but I honestly like wonder how hard it would have been for like a real life person in that situation to actually just like 
get their hands on like a computer seven years in the future from when they had touched a computer before and actually be able to do anything with it like it i feel like it's a little bit implied that he like never broken. really gave it up and just didn't get caught also like <laughs> how did he not touch a phone i was like so he just didn't like I, like wow. i think he was allowed to use a rotator phone instead of a touch tone phone okay all right instead well. of a boop 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 button phone he could do the i'm very young stuff it you liar that's exactly the phone we had in the kitchen growing up um i it so it kind of implies that he had a computer and because when after his whole little battle in the middle of the night for the network when he goes to take a shower in the morning and he has this cute little banter back and forth with his mom um it does throw up her spidey sense and she goes to look into the his bedroom and she's like did you hook it up to the phone line because so yeah, for our younger listeners we used to have to yeah. hook up our computers through modems to our direct actual phone lines which are called landlines when you had a a phone line that everybody can use in the house. It was called a landline. <laughs> <laughs> um, just for again, people. It seems that that is a thing. People That's don't actually know a good point. That I, I. It's funny. I did yeah. pick up on that, but I didn't. I didn't put that together with my with this particular yeah. form of thinking. But you're right. He could technically have been using a computer, so keeping up with his mm-hmm. computer skills, but just not using a computer online. Um, or he was just I feel like he was using it online he just didn't get caught (laughs) he just didn't you know hack a Gibson this time he didn't take down Wall Street this time you know he just did small local things (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) so there's this scene that I love in the movie um at the beginning when he first gets there he meets Kate Libby played by Angelina Jolie and he's immediately like uh taken with her you know, extremely sexy good looks. Yeah. Um, and she shows him where to where his class is. You know, she, he goes to the the student office. He gets his schedule. She's like, "I'll show you to your first class." And then they bump into somebody else. It's like, "Hey, Kate, did you show him the swimming pool on the roof?" And granted, they're in New York City. Okay, so like the fact that this school, which is probably in like a skyscraper kind of office building, has a swimming pool, <laughs> like no, it apparently. It is it is actually a real life school that a number of hackers eventually yeah. came out of later following this movie. But it, it does it does have a pool. It's not on the roof, but it does actually have a pool. So so <laughs> amazing. I guess, yeah, to, but it yeah, you're right. It is an absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, so fantastic he thing. goes up to the the roof to see this pool instead of going to class, which I was like, would he he's supposed to be a genius, but and he gets locked out. So there's him and you see a bunch of nerds are like, no, hold the door. And he's like, oh, shit. Then you see the next scene. He comes down and he's soaking wet because obviously it's sort of pouring rain on the roof. And they're like, oh, my God, I guess he found the pool. Super funny. <laughs> Flash forward to, you know, he's setting, he's hacking into the school system, setting up uh, the sprinklers to go off at a certain time. Yeah. And one of the hackers were introduced to Freak, which I I adore him. We would have been friends in high school for sure. We had the same t-shirt. He was wearing this sort of like t-shirt with like a cat on it, yeah, like a kitten. It's a fantastic and it was kind thing. of like that spray painted slash glitter background. <laughs> like I literally had that t-shirt for real. <laughs> um, so he comes up to him. He's like, what are you doing? And he, Dade's just looking at his watch. And he's like, 
doesn't say anything he's just like indicates hang on he's looking at his watch and then he pops open an umbrella the sprinklers come out as class comes out and everybody's getting soaked <laughs> and he's like oh my god this is amazing he's like okay now we're friends <laughs> <laughs> and of course it really pisses angelina jolie off kate marches up to him she's like what the hell is this and he's like well i guess there was a leak on the pool <laughs> yeah the dialogue in this movie is absolutely incredible so all the way through and there's so, again they just i think what what is just so fun about this movie is the level of control that teenagers have over their world through technology like i not yeah. not to read like too deeply into it but like they you know him being able to do something like that you know it's um, you know, and then, and there's other, you know, other shows and movies where they do things like, you know, take over the, um, the like, uh, loudspeakers and things over the school or they, yeah. you know, they do other kinds of things where it's like, it kind of takes it a level past like, you know, class clown and into this level, this like super level of cool that you can control things that you're not really yeah. supposed to control. And they do this whole like Dade, Dade's character and Kate's character have this kind of like hack off battle where they're hack trying wars. to yeah right where they're trying to like prove who's the better hacker hack and e yeah right even that is like incredibly it. fun to to watch and just to like imagine like the yeah I don't know the electricity in those kinds of moments where you like you're doing something you really shouldn't do but it's like this kind well of I mean the pranks prank. they were pulling yeah. yep yeah. Like they real bad. You like don't the biggest want to be the guy prank, on the other side. The biggest prank that they ended up doing was they Dade went into like city records and made the FBI agent that's kind of been hounding them or talking to the press about how hackers are so evil. He he made him deceased. Mm -hmm. Um, you like you can't do that. <laughs> like, can. That I mean, you of course you can. I mean, like people do like. You know, like uh, Fisher Stevens plays like the bad guy, the the plague security guard in this, and um, he he actually like go hacks into the FBI database and makes Dade's mom like you know she has like thousands of dollars in parking tickets, she has a warrant out for her arrest for prostitution. She like there are a lot of bad things you can do, and like mm -hmm. making somebody deceased is definitely one of them. So. Though it was funny because the FBI agent was so bumbling and buffoonish, like, yeah. I mean, that would have been taking it too far. <laughs> Nat has like, a moment, a moment of sadness, old people's sadness for the friend. She's like, oh, but his credit card got cut up and now he's dead. I don't oh, no, not old people. I mean, like when I was a kid, I'm like, if, if anybody had pulled that off, it'd be like you run home and you melt every diskette you have, every flop you have, you cut up, shred every piece of fucking paper you have. Which is funny because that's the scene when um, Joey gets out of jail yeah. and he passes the diskette with the, the yeah. partial virus on it yeah. to Freak. Freak is like, are you insane? You are so stupid. How could you give this to me? You have a tail. The FBI is following them. He runs home and he literally is shredding everything. I'm like, accurate. 100% accurate. Like, I did. I will say like, and I... I Obviously, it worked for the movie. This is like an incredibly, as we said, cult classic popular movie. But I did love the like intensity of the like police force slash FBI in these movies. Like 
They're like, it's like 150 <laughs> people rifles. with assault rifles. And they like- In a New burst, York apartment. <laughs> yeah. Burst down the doors in like a New York apartment to like, to arrest like 15 year olds. They're like, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're yeah. all in. They're all in on this. They're like not holding yeah. back anything. It's kind of incredible. And they're like, and just seem to be able to like, they- what also makes it comical for me is that they don't seem to understand. So the bumbling idiot who's leading this like task force, um, he like he just knows it's bad, but knows yeah, nothing. Yeah, about he has no like he has no proof because in this movie, the only other yeah. person that seems to know anything about computers or hacking is the actual bad guy in the movie, like the but, private like, consultant. Yeah, like yeah, the, the pri- private security the for private this security private industry for that the FBI company. seems. To- yeah, and the FBI is just relying on this like guy who works for a private company. Yeah. For all their information. They yes. even let him go in to Dade's apartment, his mother's apartment, yeah. and, and threaten this high school kid. <laughs> yeah. These two FBI agents, Mark Antony, which seeing this movie and seeing that that's Mark Antony in it, like J-Lo's ex-husband twice over, I'm like... How did he ever get with, like, he punched so far above his weight, that guy? (laughs) No offense. I mean, he's a wonderful singer. We love him. (laughs) Uh, But he's like a scrawny little guy. He's a scrawny little guy. And he had Jennifer Lopez twice. (laughs) Amazing. I always thought that was hysterical. Um, Um, I love in the movie, they read this hacker's manifesto mm-hmm. not fiction guys that yeah, was the actually, real hacker's manifesto actually, it was actually yeah all you those, can find it you can look it up also all those books that they like pass off to do oh yeah those are real knowledge are all real as well yeah the big red book of crap that doesn't fit on any shelf yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's real yeah <laughs> like, fantastic. I, like, I i studied computer science at a point for a point so i had some of geeking, those books. geeking out for real my goodness i love uh paul is chiming in and saying that he likes how the police were screaming in the yard the dog is barking and the mother is surprised that the door is knocked out it's true yeah it's uh is the shock i do love the uh the arrests where he's like in the middle of taking a shower like they like burst in many cases they seem to just burst through the door and just like hold back the new york mom while they arrest the kid and i'm like yeah i don't know i love when they arrest freak and it's like his puerto rican mom is like what's going on and she's just beating the shit out of him and he's like arrest me already (laughs) he's he's probably one of my favorite characters in this movie because his i have to say his energy is fantastic and he's just like this really passionate amazing like friend and community member and he's funny and yeah i i think he's he's definitely one of we also have to talk about matthew lillard yes well we love matthew lillard he is iconic especially because of this movie in this movie his name is serial um as in serial freak like he is like a it's a hacking sort of serial not (laughs) yep and he um there's this one scene when they're in class and like the brief instance that they're actually in high school in this movie um where it's an english lit class and they're supposed to write a quote from like a, a formative author of the 20th or 21st century and um and he kate libby writes something her mom's like a famous author so she writes like this feminist quote and then dade writes this really famous deep quote and then we get to 
cereal to Matthew Lillard and he's like, of all the things I've lost, I miss my mind the most. Ozzy Osbourne. It totally suits his character and it's just so perfectly it. Matthew Lillard. Like, yeah. yeah. And I love how they have this like youth club that they go to that's kind of like a roller skate park inside mm-hmm. and uh, they can like bring in their own food and it has like this big arcade and they play music and do spray painting. I'm like, very 90s like we had youth clubs like that around too but they weren't as back that's like not a thing at least in my area anymore and like we the the teenagers of today need a place to hang out need a place to hang out without parent supervision yeah like without i say that in quotations like they have some supervision but um need a funny yeah paul's reminding me but yeah i think my favorite matthew lillard moment is the same oh my god the same as paul's so they're trying to like they're they've they're teaming up this group to try to get as much information as they possibly can before they They have to go shopping it's called um it's called social engineering so what they do is they have to integrate into like either on the phone or go in person to an office or dumpster dive for old memos to Mm -hmm. get like passwords and and other information, internal memos that might have any information that would help them. That's mm-hmm. so he goes to um, to the office and he's like an IT guy. He has like a little hard hat, a little wife beater. Sorry, a white tank top. We don't say that anymore. That's <laughs> my nineties are showing. Um, <laughs> and he has like his jeans that are falling off and like a tool belt. And I love he's under this woman's desk. And when he gets out from under the desk, and he's a very tall man. He's a tall man, yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's not, not a, a small guy. person. He comes out from under this like tiny standard desk. <laughs> and the tool belt's over his crotch and he kind of like pops it at her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, oh. <laughs> and he, with all of this like scrawny white boy audacity, is like, this is super hot. <laughs> And he struts away with a giant butt crack showing. I loved it. The level of comedy there was just so good. Yeah, (laughs) it is fantastic. As you're saying that, I'm thoroughly loving uh, reading some of the the notes in the live chat here of people talking about things that they they tried to do back in the day. So if you if you fancied yourself a bit of a hacker and want to share one of your stories, it's too funny. I yeah, I love the definitely don't say anything that you'd get caught don't say for. You'd get caught for. Yeah, if you're an actual hacker, don't what is the statute of limitations on this conversation? <laughs> but definitely, I definitely guilty similar to Dan of doing you know trying trying to. Uh, to find people and try <laughs> try trying to do fun searches and things like that so yeah i think it's it's too funny listening to all of yeah that. i mean there is definitely not a time in my life where i definitely did not use a school because schools had stronger computers like not necessarily high schools um mm-hmm. had you know better computers and and more um more data more memory Mm-hmm. and they were faster so like i don't know anybody who ever used a school computer to like pirate movies back in the day mm-hmm. that definitely well, wasn't music a thing. i guess before movies was music instead of anything else no but it never happened <laughs> <laughs> didn't happen at all it's like one time i got shoved in a um there was a scheduling conflict with classes and i got shoved into a intro to computers class <laughs> like an intro to like Microsoft Office. It was like I did the whole course load in one class. <laughs> I headed it in just a stack of discs and I was like diskettes and I'm like I'm I'm done. 
the teacher was like, "I why are you in this class? Like, I didn't have a choice." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was back in the days, I think, when Clippy was new. Oh, Clippy! You guys don't know him. <laughs> yeah, school. I know. Yeah, Paul's like school computer. Yeah, computer labs. Yeah. We had computer labs, Paul. <laughs> computer labs. Yeah. Some of the universities in Montreal actually still have active supercomputers, which is like really, really cool. <laughs> I know. Once again, we said this in the last episode when we were talking about uh, Robin of Loxley, who was a completely campy version of, of computer anything, but hilarious. Yeah. But it, it's just like the the like ridiculous in the technology just gets me in all these like the supercomputer that the bad guys are standing in front of where it's like it, like the size and scope <laughs> fine, but like just the ridiculousness of it all is what made so me this. This movie, they decided not to use CGI because they figured it wasn't very good at the time. It Accurate. wasn't. It was, yeah. It was decision. So they actually animated or used physical sets to emulate, mm -hmm. like, what was inside the computer. And I love, like, when all the hackers unite at the end, and it's hackers from around the world, they kind of put a call out to the manifesto to get everybody to help them with this. Mm -hmm. And you see they're attacking the, the Gibson with viruses that are actual real like or were i mean they're a little archaic at this point but so there's one it's like cookie monsters going across the screen like hum, 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 like eating data and he's like type cookie i'm like okay all of that information was accurate except for like an actual like emoji of cookie monster eating like <laughs> like numbers and letters you know like oh, oh it was really funny my favorite part of that scene, in addition to just how like ridiculous the computer looks, you're just like, "Wow, that computer is badass! Look how big it is, and how like look at look at that technology." But then also, I I thought it was absolutely amazing that like the woman who's like who's like you know sleeping with the bad guy who's like you know in it for all of the money to get away, no, yeah. is like is the like non-computer person in the movie who's just like asking all the questions that most people watching the movie would probably have where she was like yeah what's this what like th like the whole thing is like shutting down and they're in huge trouble and she's like what's a cookie monster virus what's what do you mean like, a rabbit what do you it's mean a, a rabbit rabbits have cancer <laughs> i know she's like cancer what like was she was just... also like total side note but her suit she had this very like Power 90s suit power suit but it was literally glittery red which was like why it was so i feel like yeah. so that was lorraine bracco and and fisher stevens which are yeah. very well known actors at the time too yeah. um like i were they directed just like go as hard on the camp as you can uh, yeah between that and then also i feel they were it was so funny <laughs> fisher, fisher stevens who plays the the ultimate bad hacker the bad guy has like from yeah. the moment that you see him on camera for the first time all the way through to the end he's got this like evil layer like super machismo apartment condo whatever you want to call it where like his bed is like this like jagged metal like triangle shaped thing <laughs> on the floor and it's like a loft with like all these like completely things that the kid from blank check would have bought to put in his house <laughs> that's what existed in this man's like evil yeah. lair and every time they show it i just like couldn't take him seriously as a bad guy you're like this is what you bought with all of your money from being like an amazing computer guy yeah. like just a really yeah for a being really a thief amusing, a, a, a <laughs> i thief. do love how his vr 
because in oh, part yeah, of it, he's, he's yeah, playing yeah, VR. Yeah. Is very similar. Like the eye goggles are the same still. Yeah. <laughs> but what was smarter about VR in the nineties was that he had like um like a pod to stand in basically, so yeah. he wouldn't like walk into shit or trip on the couch and break a toe <laughs> like I've done. Or yeah, like yeah. had to stand still. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's pretty funny that like it. I'm like, a VR has technology has not changed. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, on the inside it has, like what you see obviously has changed in technology since then, but I'm like, the hardware is the same, except it was slightly better in the nineties. <laughs> exactly. One of our, um, one of our live audiences mentioned, uh, all the sexual innuendos that happen in this movie. Yeah. The dialogue in this is pretty fire. I have to say, yeah, they are high school kids and maybe I'm not sure like where I mean they would come up with things like. Well, it looks like I'm on top now, or <laughs> which is pretty tame. But even when they get to like the, um, so Kate's having this big house party, and they're the all the guys, the hackers are all in her room because they see she has a new laptop, and they're like checking it out, and they're ooing and awing over like the GUI and her setup and how fast it is and what the processor is and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And she stumbles in with her boyfriend, and they're kind of making out. Uh, on her bed and they're like <gasps> like oh my god and then one of them says um nikon says what was it oh my god burns wetware matches her software yeah. which i was like i still think that is one of the funniest lines ever but i'm like okay high school kids <laughs> like what what are you talking about i mean mm -hmm. if you compare it again against like movies like empire records but like they, those mm -hmm. are all supposed to be high school students as well and there's a lot of maybe less i you know it maybe was less dark i guess for lack of a better word like dark sexuality yeah. as this one is but also i think well, that goes alongside with the whole kind of like good versus evil like foreshadowing kind of like yeah the possibility of evil within technology i like there's i don't know yeah i kind of well i also am thinking i'm like if you look at high school shows nowadays yeah or high school movies nowadays i'm like the kids are not just talking about like stuff like this they're so much more worse than what's portrayed in 90s movies and high school kids I mean, it's basically just Kate's character because at the very beginning it's of the movie, sexual, yeah, yeah, D Dade's mom asks, like, says something, and he tells her that he's still a virgin. So there's like, <laughs> just like, are you into girls? Yeah. And he's like, yes, mom, I'm into girls, and I'm still a virgin. And none of like none of the guys in the movie, like, she she's sort of the only one that like is clearly has sexual and has a boyfriend, and like is yeah. just this. But yeah, it's an interesting point. You're right. It is like it is a little weird for like how young they're supposed. They're supposed they're seniors in high school, right? So they're like they're kind of they're eighteen. Cusp, like Dade but, is yeah. eighteen in this. So. But yeah, it's he a just little... turned eighteen. He got um, his computer back. Exactly. <laughs> I do have to say though, it is very much part of that sort of '90s like cyber punk look. Is yeah. like Dade Leather. was sporting those cargo <laughs> yeah. pants yeah. with the male crop tops, not as eighty cropped top, but like short like cut off t-shirts mm -hmm. and then there was always the um like the leg harness or like there was a lot of harnesses and it so that makes it sound super sexual but i don't feel that it was maybe it's just because i was in high school at the time and didn't get it but like these are also high school kids that was just kind of the style yeah it was, it was kind of like yeah. that like hard geek style yeah. again i'm not making it sound any better <laughs> 
<laughs> we make it sound totally cool. Oh, We're going to sound less sexual, Natalie. Good job. <laughs> I have to say, I love Joey. Joey is such a funny character. He is like the epitome of a screw up in this movie. Like everything goes wrong basically because of him. <laughs> I know, but so what's, he's... what's great about it though is that they're like super supportive regardless. Like he's clearly no. younger than them and like way more incapable than they are. Like he's like, he's, he's like coming up as a new hacker and they're both yeah. like, oh, I roll, you're leaked. terrible. But they're also like helping him learn and like totally are in it to save him. Yeah. I mean, like... they save him in the end, but at the like, so when they first go to the youth club and they really get to know Dade more and they kind of test him yeah. to see like what he knows. And they're like, oh no, you seem elite. Like you seem elite or elite. It was a way to say that you were like cool really good yeah, at hacking yeah. you know mm -hmm. like you knew what you were doing you weren't just pretending um and joey points out he's like well i would know more if you told me stuff because he's telling he's bragging to them he's like no i did something really cool the other day did you see on the news like this uh atm in idaho was spitting out money he's like i did that and they're like from home like you can't hack shit across state lines on your home computer, you're going to get arrested by the FBI, mm -hmm. which then, of course, he downloads this shit from a Gibson on his home computer. So he didn't. He's kind of an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, he does come through in the end. Um, he does come through in the end. And again, they like they all I mean, I know that they they're, they're saving themselves yeah. as well as saving him. But like it is. Yeah. Val puts it really well. He's totally like the little brother of the group. Like he's the one where he they is. like they he's poke fun at him, but they also kind of want him to succeed. And they're like they're trying to help him. And they're yeah, they're yeah, they're giving him a hard time. But in kind of like but you're right. Jesse Bradford does such an amazing job with that such role. And he job. was only 16 when he filmed this. So like, yeah, props to him because he really brings the character to life in a like really authentic way and uh yeah everything is <laughs> everything seems to work out in the end for him, which is hilarious i he does have this funny scene where so the his lawyer when he gets arrested his lawyer basically convinces the fbi like look he's he's 15 he's a juvenile mm. like he's an addict he's addicted to his computers he didn't actually do anything bad like you say he has all this stuff you searched his place up and down You've searched all his friends. Like Again, you can't they have find no it. evidence. So no evidence, none. <laughs> yeah, Which none. very Kevin Mitnick got arrested. No evidence, mm. kind of vibes. But you yeah. know. <laughs> So, which of course he does have the diskette, and he shoved it in like a vent, they can't which find they it, just didn't so yeah. find. Right, but exactly. Um. So he's at this AA meeting, and it's like he does the like hi. Uh, well, my lawyer says I'm an addict, so I have to be here, but I'm not an addict. And he's like chain smoking, but like holding a cigarette like a high school kid because he doesn't know how to smoke. And he's like practically like vibrating because he's chugging coffee and everybody's just like, oh, yeah, you're not an addict, kid. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. I, it was really funny, that scene. <laughs> Very cute. I also love when he's like running at the beginning of the movie. He's running after Freak, who's you know, just meeting Dade for the first time and they're chatting and he's like, dude, 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 dude. And he's trying to like come up with a cool handle for his like hacker handle. He's like, have a Dr. Doom. And he's like, you're hopeless, man. Yeah, he's totally the little brother. He's the one where you're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll have to help you out with this. Oh my gosh. Well, let me open up to make sure we haven't missed any fun facts. I know that there were there were a couple that were on my list. Lot. The one, the one that I thought was interesting was the 
and I didn't I didn't read like the full details of this, but um, the whole cast needed to spend time learning how to rollerblade. But I just thought it was interesting, like how much rollerblading like was like kind of part of this culture and something that just doesn't. Really it really was though exist anymore, which is but not that it doesn't exist exist, but like it's just not as much of a thing anymore, which is such a such a bummer. Yeah. And I thought they did such a saw... cool job with it. I saw an article just today when we were doing some research and it was saying like, you know, this movie really made rollerblading a part of this culture. I'm like, no, it really just was. Like, was. <laughs> and they're like, it made it seem like rollerblading was so cool. I'm like, but it was but it like was. everybody. Yeah. yeah. I find roller skating's in now, which is not rollerblading. Yeah, no, yeah. It's not. During lockdown, I got myself some roller skates because I'm like, this will be cute. I could do this in my basement, like push the couch back. (laughs) It's not roller (laughs) skates. Like roller (laughs) skates and roller blades. Different movements. (laughs) I got pads, let's just say. Hey, you know what? I think we did pretty well, given that you you came you knew and came up with all of the different fun facts. I don't think we've missed that many. The one that I, I thought was actually absolutely hilarious and so like perfect. I, I wonder if a, if a marketing team would equally be able to pull this off, but they thought it would be a really great idea to create an official website for this movie. And keep in mind, this came out in 1995, so this was like not a, not a common thing like today. But let's uh, just say so- pretty much. Only hardcore Trekkies had computers at the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> building a website was not like not a thing, and probably many reasons why. It beca- one of the many reasons why it became a cult classic. But the website was put online and then immediately hacked <laughs> to like to look absolutely ridiculous. And I guess the the creators of the website were just like, yeah, that we're just gonna leave that. <laughs> like, that's yeah. And then I mean, other that's sites the best marketing you could possibly have. <laughs> exactly. And then other sites still uh, claim that they that they did that intentionally but i choose to believe that no. it was just hacked because i think that that's absolutely i don't incredible. think they had i mean obviously they had real hackers work on this script and on yeah. this set yeah um so yeah i mean like i i'm assuming i think they would have i think that was kind of like their best case scenario like if i had been working on this i would have been like i yeah like, like let's hope some little site. shit out there yeah. is going to wreck <laughs> this site because that will be epic exactly <laughs> like, absolutely incredible uh, oh, oh, Hank has a fun fact for us. I love when the live studio audience chimes in with fun facts. Doc's traveling, so everyone's got to fill in for him. Uh, Angela Jolie doesn't speak to her dad anymore, but while making this movie, she wouldn't let him out of her sight due to her being nervous around all the younger men all the time on the set. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, she, yeah. she, I mean, she nailed it in this movie. Again, this was one of, her, uh, I think, was her first role or at least her first major role. And she, I mean, she... Yeah many ways carried this i mean 19 was really, pretty young yeah like, she carried a movie she carried the movie and i like again i love you know we've been talking a little bit lately in like modern movie culture about um just about you know feminism and like and movies made by women for women starring strong women leads i would say that like for being a 90s movie she was a really strong female lead in this movie like she was iconic she iconic. like she definitely influenced my style in high school for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to say, I'm like, yes, all of that. Yeah. Oh, fun fact the director, Ian Softly, also had done the movie Backbeat about the Beatles oh, yeah. just as they were up and coming to be the Beatles, which is also an iconic movie. And Katie and I, it was one of our favorite when we were younger. Mm-hmm. We were obsessed, obsessed with Stu Sutcliffe. He was yeah. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Stu Sutcliffe. In case you don't know, is um, technically a former Beatles member, 
but you really have to deep dive and look that up because it's it, it's not the Beatles that you know. <laughs> it's not the Beatles that you know. All right, I wanted yeah. before we before we go to our rating system, I just wanted to pull back some of these other fun um, stories. So if you're watching in our live studio audience, you can drop in your potato rating or star rating if you're boring what you thought of this movie. And if you're not in a live studio audience and you're just listening to this later, you just drop us an email or leave us a comment on whatever platform you're watching or listening on. Let us know what you thought of this one, what your rating was. We'd love to hear it. And you can always submit your movie ideas in either the show notes or the description on YouTube. You can grab our movie list and submit your own ideas or see our never ending list of movies. But we did it for this one. Uh, Dane says, fun story time. Back when I was in college, MTV, when they played music videos, <laughs> had a show where you could call in and vote which one, which movie was coming up next. A friend wrote a Pearl script and the video we wanted won by a 99.6 to <laughs> 0.4 margin. I'm glad that they gave it 0.4. That's amazing. Like they didn't just like fully give in. That's, that's absolutely incredible. I don't <laughs> <laughs> like I left I you. It was the error from the margin for error there. All right. I'm not um, going to say. One other thing. Oh, you go ahead, Nat. Well, I was going to say one other thing I want to shout out. And I had mentioned it in previous podcasts that we. We often get called millennials, but this movie, you can't Mandela affect it away from me now, guys. Just watch this movie. <laughs> Matthew Lillard, at one point when he gets Kate, so Kate and Date are having this, um, I mean, their whole vibe in this movie is the enemies to lovers trope, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. And it's at the point where the pinnacle, where they have to work together. So mm -hmm. he, like, Serial convinces Kate to go over and convince Zero Cool to help them. Like they really need his hacking skills. Now they don't know that he's the, or they don't know he's Zero Cool yeah. yet. Like they don't know that he was they this famous, infamous, yeah. <laughs> like the most infamous hacker of all time in yeah. the scope of this movie. So they go over to ask him, they're like, look, we have this diskette and whatever. And he's like, I can't help you. And he doesn't, he's not finding his words to say because I have a record. <laughs> like, so he's like, I just can't do it. I can't do it. And um serial says you know we of the nintendo generation have a wake-up call moment here we are the nintendo generation guys 78 to 86 is nintendo generation fight me <laughs> we are not She's millennials generation <laughs> we are not millennials and gen x didn't want us <laughs> so here we are solidly in between we are the want to be slash we're actually hacker generation we're the we micro are. generation where nobody wanted us and now millennials are trying to claim us i'm like i we don't have the same cultural reference points we can't be from the same generation we can't be friends we are too busy but i love that it's it's actually mentioned in this yes, it was it like was. see see we did have a name when the we second he said it it came flooding back and then all, that that was in this movie and then i was like oh now it's gonna have fun with this one <laughs> i think in my notes in my show notes i actually wrote i didn't make it up vindication by my punky brewster ass millennials <laughs> is actually in my notes <laughs> nice nice Ugh. all right yeah well, that we, made me so happy <laughs> we are here hank is giving it four potatoes paul also four christian taters uh val gave three Val, you know val's still <laughs> val's not entirely there it's a pretty um, niche movie guys i get it <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely dan asks an interesting question would they have been enemies if she knew he was zero cool yeah, I yeah. don't know. Would she, she would have fought him anyway. She probably would have fought him anyway. She probably would have tried to. I mean, to... he he got on her turf. Like, Yeah, yeah. 
I did love. I did love in that scene, the first scene where they're like battling over the movies. You have like the robotic arms that are like holding the VHS, and they're like bat, like battling, like rock'em sock'em dolls, and it was absolutely fantastic. I'm like, oh man, you know, I miss my calling. That would just be a really fun Friday night for me. And a cute little thing on the to lovers note, at the end of the movie, um, the guys had decided that Dade won. And the bet was from their little hack wars that they had earlier in the movie, that if Dade won, she has to go on a date with him. Mm -hmm. And if she won, he would be her slave. And then they added, both of them would have to wear a dress Mm -hmm. on whoever won. Like he would have to wear a dress to be her slave and she would have to wear a dress on the date. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because at the end of the movie, they do say she's like, I still think you would have, because he says you would look really good in a dress. And she says, I think you would have looked better. But he was kind of wearing a dress. Just he was wearing like a, it. yeah, like a really like long coat shirt coat. thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was like, I'm is like, he wearing a dress? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he kind of does look really hot in a dress because he's wearing a dress just with pants. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Loved it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, here we are. I-, I went with six because it just, yeah, I don't know. Iconic. I was I like, five taters, like Katie. Add an extra bonus tater. <laughs> bonus tater um yeah five plus one bonus tater just because yeah i don't know like the chemistry in this movie again maybe it's just because it really feels like a computer version of empire records to me that i just love it so much but it holds up i like it it was still a blast to watch even though none of the technology is like it's all dated even if it was old it's not like accurate anymore (laughs) like it's just yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was a it was a really like great uh us versus them, damn the man, yeah. hack the empire. <laughs> hack, <laughs> hack the world. Yeah, I just thought it was yeah, like yeah, Dan said, I really love this movie helped shape my youth. Yeah. It like it yeah, just it's true. It it was one of those ones I that mean, I just think of often. It influenced like how we dressed it influenced how we talked it influenced the music we listened to oh that's something we forgot to mention ian softly the director and katie and i were talking about just before logging on yeah he chose like underground like prodigy and Mm -hmm. electronic music like uh orbital to to really be and they were very like fringe underground kind of stuff at the time yeah um and he chose that to be the soundtrack because he wanted to emulate like the intensity of like electronics like going through a computer and all of this he wanted the viewers to feel as well as see um so my question is was this music part of the culture already or did this movie influence the culture to adopt this music and i really can't remember i don't know it's the same to me (laughs) I mean, it's probably a little bit of both. It makes me think a little bit when we were talking about Moulin Rouge and how like and how musically defining that movie was and like and how kind of it re it re-energized people into loving like like um not soundtracks, but like musicals. Yeah, I, guess, I guess. Yeah. Mu- like yeah. Musical musical soundtracks and brought, you know, yeah. brought back that I'm. <laughs> I don't know the answer to your question, but I do love. Um, so Paul is just chiming in and saying that this movie makes him want to watch War Games and the Net. I am yes, really loving one of one of my favorite parts of this show and of of rewatching a lot of these movies is that I feel like whatever movie it is that I'm rewatching, I'm like in love with. But then also, like Paul, it's like I'm like, oh, now I need to watch these other yeah. movies. It really is this like. It's funny how many of them 
come out in kind of clusters or like even if they didn't come out closely together like your mind groups them together based on like you know your level of nostalgia or what topics they were about but yeah I think when uh, we originally wrote our movie list that you guys can add to and comment on um that's how like we alphabetized the list thank you Katie and Doc um but the way (laughs) I had handed the list into them was basically how my brain yeah I'm like hackers ooh, the net Ooh, war games. Ooh, the wizard 280s. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, well, Fred Savage. So then let's add. And it would just go like, duk, 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 and it's like this all over mm-hmm. kind of a very high fidelity moment. How Ooh, another good one. <laughs> in the book and movie, yeah. he describes how he, he, um, he thinks of music. Well, no, how he has his record collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like on the shelf, it's like, she's like, how is this organized? He's like, chronologically. And she's like, chronologically? He's like, yeah, how the music came into my life. <laughs> like, And that's basically <laughs> how I made our movie list. <laughs> Shoot, we'll have to reorganize it back into your order so that we can. <laughs> <laughs> no, my order is chaos, guys. You'd no, be like, why good. does your brain work like that? They'll be like, like, why is the movie list like this? They'll be like, it's chronological in the order that we appreciated it. <laughs> Because apparently I'm neuro-spicy, whatever that means. The kids uh, yeah. have told me. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for it. That's part of Nintendo Gen. We're all just neuro-spicy. It's all good. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. thank you for hanging out with us for yeah. Hackers. Thank you to our live studio audience. If you're not in the studio audience, you're missing out. It's super fun. So you'll have to join us most Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. And this is how we record the episode. So you're like, oh, shoot. I wasn't in the live audience. That's okay. You can watch the replay version of it or you can watch it on the YouTube music app uh, or you can listen to it wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube podcasts, which is super exciting for us. But yeah, let us, yeah, let us know what movies you want us to do next or what your favorite. I've been asking this question all over the place. So I'll keep asking it, mm-hmm. but send it into us. What is your favorite movie and why? It's, I can't answer it, so you guys will have to answer for me. My like, it depends on what day you ask me and what like where my mind is at at the moment. But it's been fun watching everyone's yeah. comments. Um, yeah, because it 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 it's really interesting. It's like some people their why is like really specific, and other people it's more general, and some it's like a you know a point in time in their life. And yeah, I just think it's been really fun. So let us know what your favorite movie is and why. And hey, maybe we'll review it <laughs> when we get to it on our list. <laughs> Uh, but yeah this has been this has been fun and hackers oh just it's so good if you haven't yet watched it please great watch soundtrack it. also there's three full soundtracks to it because they really yeah. couldn't condense it to one so have fun with that yeah yeah Go on a and also trip. this movie definitely made me miss payphones because i remember they do this thing called phone freaking where you would just drop a quarter in or a dime or whatever it was into the phone and you would record it on like a handheld tape cassette recorder yeah <laughs> and then you would get your coin back and then you could just then re-pick up the receiver and play the recording like so it would think that you were anyways yeah I'm like that was fun <laughs> Yeah, I, and payphones don't exist anymore, so we can't even do these cool things anymore. Just like not even just payphones, but like phones in general, and what what everyone was capable of doing. And again, we talked about this last week, but this comes up in like um, Home Alone. It came, you know, it, com- it comes yeah. up in like a ton of these movies where, like, aside aside from hackers, a ton of these movies where even like teens well, tweens like kids like are these able to- kids invent all these crazy things yeah. like yeah and our, 
not even just like inventing but just like yeah being able to kind of like manipulate and play with things where even you know today they would just be like i i would like you to buy, to buy me this thing like they were able to really leverage what they had and do good yeah. and evil things with them <laughs> it's kind of amazing <laughs> uh, I love it. fun Paul's- fact the first like technically the first hackers in history um hacked into the newly developed phone lines way back mm. in the uh that checks out. It was like the late 1800s. Yeah. Technically, it was the first hack. The first known computer hacker, his name was Captain Crunch. Oh, good and name. I can't remember what his hack was, like his infamy was from. Mm, I'll have to look it up. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember his name is Captain Crunch. And it's like, I love it. <laughs> solid, solid name choice. I love it. Uh, yeah. Paul doesn't know anything about, about tricking a payphone. Um yeah, I love it. And we're, we're convincing Val to watch more movies. All right, Val, well, you have to watch more, and then you have to tell Yay! us know what your favorite movie is. Now, Val, so what do can... you want us to watch yeah, with you? What, what should we watch with you? We have a really long <laughs> list, so we're happy to pull something from our list and give you some recommendations. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we will see you not next week, but the following week. I told you, we're never, we're you know, we're not great at every Thursday, and it's entirely my fault. Yeah. But... <laughs> That's all right. The following Thursday. Most we'll be Thursdays. Yeah, most Thursdays. What are, what are we <laughs> at doing? Nine. <laughs> yeah, or Wednesdays at night. What uh what are we doing next, Nat? Since we've just talked about a whole bunch of movies. Are we are we gonna stay on, on theme and go to the net or war maybe war games? Maybe war games. Cause I know the net I mean, though I love Sandra Bullock, like I do remember the computering in it was um non existent. It was mm. real bad. Yeah. I mean, unless you guys want to watch us dump on a movie, that could be fun. We haven't too. done that. <laughs> so maybe. I mean, I did kind of dump on Loxley last week. Let's yeah. be honest. We did Loxley shit. entirely to make Hank angry and <laughs> to yeah. uh, and to be able to dump on it. No. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I'm up for doing. I'm up for doing war games. I think that would be fun. War games. games. War Let's games. Do it. Yeah. All right. We're, we're war two games. weeks. War games, guys. All right. We'll see you back <laughs> in two weeks, nine p.m. Eastern here on YouTube. And in the meantime. Send us an email, leave us a comment, send us a DM, however you want to get in touch with us and let us know what your favorite movie is and why so we can keep building our list. And we will see you all next time. Bye, Nat. Bye, everyone. Bye.